Hello everyone, my name is Alexandra Aguilar-Garcia, Director at BLP in Costa Rica, and welcome to our Year in Review Regional Roundtable Series, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. The ELA Global Employment Law Year in Review Series is our most popular series of the year focusing on the most impactful regulations of past year and forecasting what employers can expect in the current year. Today, we are really happy and excited because we are going to be chatting with Jose Balta. He is the partner R. Rodrigo Elias Medrano, Abogados in Peru. And thank you so much for joining, Jose. How are you today? Just fine. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to talk to you. No, it's my pleasure actually to be with you today, Jose. And actually, I want to ask you uh, several questions regarding the most significant legal changes in 2022 that impacted employers in Peru. And actually, I want to start with, have there been any leadership government changes that have impacted on Peru? Or are you anticipating any change in 2023? Well, yes, we have experienced very, very important changes in terms of the officers in charge of the Ministry of Labor and in charge of SUNAFIL. SUNAFIL is the state agency in charge of labor inspections. Although it is common for us in Latin America to say that the officers at the Ministry of Labor and the judges are always pro-employees This has been the case very clearly in the Ministry of Labor in 2022. It was a very interesting year in terms of the attitude of the Ministry of Labor regarding employers and employees. That's great to hear, Jose. It's like hope because in Latin America, as many of you know in the audience, normally authorities are really pro employee, and it is important to make that balance in this kind of situations always. So also, Jose, I want to know how is your jurisdiction regarding a hybrid work or work from home, return to the office, cross-border remote work? Is there something important or relevant that you want to share with us about those topics? Yes, actually, one of the main subjects regarding hybrid work remote work or telework happened in Peru, I would say at the end of 2022. The end of 2022, a new telework was enacted. We still don't have the full picture because this new law needs to be regulated. Some regulations need to be issued yet by the Ministry of Labor, but uh, anyway, The new telework was issued, I would say, in the last trimester of 2022. We did have an old law from 2003, which was completely outdated. It was not used. It was not friendly regarding employers and employees wanting to do some telework. And this is the reason why it was hardly used in the past. And as a result of this, for instance, to cope with the pandemic of COVID-19, a new set of regulations had to be enacted. And these regulations 
created the remote work, which was in force in Peru up until December the 31st, 2022. In theory, we should begin the year 2023 using the telework, but the regulations have not been enacted yet. Some draft regulations have been enacted, and this gives us an idea as to how the final regulations will look like in the next, I would say, few weeks. But still, we do not have the full panorama. That being said, I can say that the most important issues, the most relevant issues regarding teleworking in Peru are these. Number one, and this is very important, telework can be performed within Peru or outside Peru. Of course, that was possible in the past as well, but it is important to notice that now we do have specific regulations regarding this possibility. Number two, and this is something very controversial in my opinion, the teleworker is free to decide the place or places where the teleworker will perform the telework. And this must be informed by the employer. In other words, the employer does not have any ability to say to the employee, you cannot do the telework here or there. This is an ability, a freedom that the employee, the teleworker has. Very important. Number three, this is key in Peru. The teleworker has the right to receive the work equipment, in other words, the laptop, access to internet and the economic compensation for electric energy from the employer. However, if this is provided by the employee, the employee has the right to receive an economic compensation. And this is very important. According to the law, which is in force, it was possible for the employer and the employee to agree otherwise. In other words, it is possible to agree that the employee will provide the equipment, the electric energy, the internet, and the employer will not have to pay the employee any economic compensation. However, the draft regulations, which have been circulated amongst everyone, do not foresee this possibility, which is clearly legal. And of course, we have other issues other relevant issues regarding telework, regarding health and safety, or regarding the possibility of the employer or the employee to ask the other party to perform work outside the work site, etc., which we can discuss later if you want. Sure. No, that's really important what you're sharing with us, Jose, because this law is really interesting. It's different, for example, from the law in Costa Rica regarding the fact of working abroad. And this, what you mentioned in the third option regarding the possibility to not pay the employee electricity and, you know, internet and other expenses is something that is here in Costa Rica as well. So, well, it is important also to know what is happening in Peru. And now I would like to ask you, What are your predictions for 2023 regarding, of course, employment law updates, changes that could have impact on HR? Absolutely. For 2023, I think three things, basically. Number one, again, regarding telework. Regulations will have to be issued. We expect them to be issued 
later this month. Draft regulations have been circulated, but final regulations will have to be issued, I guess, by the end of this month. And uh, this will create or this will give us the full panorama, the full spectrum of the legal scenario that both employers and employees will have to abide regarding telework. This is going to be key regarding the labor scenario in Peru for 2023. This is number one. Number two, we didn't have the chance to talk about this a few minutes ago, but uh, one of the main changes, one of the biggest changes in Peru during 2022 were related to outsourcing. To make a long story short, in Peru, before these new regulations were issued, I think it was February of, of 2022, it was possible to outsource any activity, main activity or a complementary activity. However, new regulations were enacted saying that the employers cannot outsource core business activities, which is rather new. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, these regulations is highly illegal as well. And of course, a lot of lawsuits and legal actions were brought against these regulations. And in the copies, the state agency in charge of competition issued a decision which applies to everyone saying that as a precautionary measure that this Mm -hmm. prohibition or this limitation by these regulations is illegal. Mm -hmm. So during 2023, we expect a final decision by Indecopy regarding these regulations. By the way, lots of judges across Peru have issued judicial decisions, again, as a precautionary measure, saying that this regulation prohibiting to outsource activities which belong to the core business of a company, these regulations are illegal as well. So this is, again, Mm -hmm. a huge situation in Peru. And number three, in 2022, a new regulation was enacted with some modifications regarding collective labor relations. This is a very technical matter, Mm -hmm. but uh, very important as well. We expect that in 2023, both employers, employees, unions, both employers and employees, organizations, etc., will give us an idea as to how they are going to use this set of new regulations regarding collective labor relations. Well, Jose, this is really, really important and relevant for us to understand. And of course, I know this is going to help the audience as well to make decisions in regards, you know, business and also HR matters in Peru. Thank you so much. And finally, do you want to add any final comment in regards to the updates or employment matters specifically in Peru? I would say that most of you probably know Peru is under very difficult circumstances, politically speaking, and I hope that this is not a imply any modification in terms of our legal framework regarding labor relations. This is quite possible in Peru now, but we do hope that things keep in terms of technical analysis and not political analysis 
regarding the new regulations to be issued. Well, Jose, we hope the same for you, the best for, for you and the country, of course. And thank you, thank you so much for being today with us. My pleasure, Alexandra. <laughs> thank you. So, well, we are taking notes on these relevant topics that Jose detailed today. And this is all the time that we have. Thank you for tuning in. And I hope that this has been as insightful for you as it has been for me. And if you like to connect with Jose Valta in Peru, please click on his bio in the description of this podcast. We also encourage you to reach out to any of our lawyers around the world by selecting Find a Lawyer on the ELA website at ela.law. Information about all of the programs available in 2023 year in review series can be accessed in the notes of this podcast. Well, you have been listening to the Year in Review Regional Roundtable, a series brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I am Alexandra Aguilar-Garcia. Thanks for listening. Until the next time. Thank you.